0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Faith involves obedience to the Word of God as we see in the life of Abraham. Listen to more of this message in week two of our series, Unwavering. We are in a series right now, we are in week two, and we're looking at the life of Abraham. Uh, And it's really a, a journey that not only for him, but really the life of Abraham is... An inspiration for all of us I'd like to start this um, message with a story that I've heard when I was in college, Jumatagal Um but there was a man who was stranded in his house because of a great flood. Uh, actually, they were, he was given a chance to evacuate the area. The authorities uh, gave a warning to all the people living in the area already they said there's a heavy rain, there's going to be a great flood. Get out of the place so Pero siya po Christian, okay? And ilan sa inyo dito, may katabi kayong mukhang Christian. Mukha okay? And he was a Christian and he said, No, I'm not going to evacuate. I have faith that God will save me. So, tumaas na po yung water. Tuloy-tuloy, went to the second floor and then the rooftop. Now, it's getting worse. The situation was getting worse. And he was praying to God, Lord, I'm confident. You said that if I pray, you will answer. You said that if I believe, I will receive. You are a great deliverer. Tapos may may dumating na ho na motorboat. Sabi, Come on, there's still time. Sabi No, my God is going to save me. Then after that, my helicopter. Sabi, Come on, come on, may time pa. Sabi No, my God is able to save me. After a few minutes, na wipe out na po yung bahay no na po siya. He went. He go. He went to heaven, and then he was standing before God face to face, a bit disappointed, and say, Lord labo naman Sabi mo if I pray you will answer if I believe I will receive and if I if I ask for help you will deliver me Bakit ganun ang nangyari Sabi niya no Actually I sent a a motorboat and the helicopter <laughs> Kaya lang you refused so I thought baka gusto mo na Pumunta dito so <laughs> You know, I like that story because uh, I can relate with with that so, so much. Because especially in the early days of my walk with God, I realized that my frustrations is not really due to God's failure, but it's really due to my wrong expectations. Because I have this idea of how God should relate to me and how God should do certain things. I'm expecting God to move a certain way. And when God is not doing it the way I want Him to, then I'm concluding that maybe this is not working. Or maybe God is failing, or maybe God's promises doesn't apply to me. And so I realized that if I want God's will, then I have to be open to God's ways. That maybe God will do His, and fulfill His promises in my life, not exactly the way he want, I want Him to, to do it, but He's going to accomplish it anyway. That's why the life of Abraham brings so much clarity and encouragement to all of us because as we look at his journey, we can uh, understand more what it means to walk with God, what it means when we say living a life of faith and how God fulfills His word and promises to us. So last week, we started with Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 4. We started with God asking uh, Abraham to live his family, his country, and giving His great promises. Today we'll continue. So if you have your Bible, uh, we're going to read from Genesis chapter 12, beginning in verse 10. Just one verse for all of us. It says, Now there was a famine in the land, so Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was severe in the land. Just one verse. Let's just pray right now. Lord, we thank You for this moment. We thank You for this time that we can hear Your Word again. We pray that Your Word will bring so much clarity. Lord, in areas where it seems to be blurred and we can't understand why things are happening or uh, how should we look into our situation, I pray, Lord, that You will give us clarity today. And I pray, Lord, that You will also impart faith to each and every one of us. And I pray that after this Word, we will have greater resolve to hold on to Your Word, to hold on to Your promises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, now, in verse 10, uh, it says, Now there was a famine in the land. There was a famine. Now, if you can still recall last week, uh, amazing promises that God gave Abraham. Uh, what's, uh, what's encouraging for us is the Bible says, if you, are, if you believe in God, you are heir to the promise. So whatever promise that was given to Abraham, today it applies to each and every one of us. Now, sabi ni Lord kay Abraham, I will bless you. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. And all families on earth will be blessed through you. Um, Amazing promise. And God was giving him a picture of his plan for his life. Bigger than his own plan and ambition. So, sabi ni Lord sa kanya, I'm not just going to bless you. It's not just about you and your family. I want you to know that you have a role to play in, in this grand plan of salvation. So, he was excited. He followed God. He obeyed. But on his way to the promised land, what he encountered was famine. Before the promise, he encountered a problem. So, don't you disorient. Because he said, Lord, this is not what I imagined when I first started and when I stepped out in faith. Now, there is a problem. Now, I'm just thinking, maybe for some of us here, uh, Victory, this church is one of the promised land of God for you. How many of you are glad when you started joining this church or attending this church? If I still remember the first time when I went to Victory, I said, "Wow, I ganda naman ng church ang babait ng mga tao. Always smiling, they're so nice. Uh, everybody's so caring, and I said, Lord, thank you for giving." Putting me in this church, this is a promised land for me. Then, after a while, after staying much longer, getting to know the people, I started seeing problems. Sabi ko promised land to, pero ang daimerin palang problema. May pa sa akin, may nakauvent pa ako, and then, so all of these things. Now there was uh, a problem before the promise. Now famine is something that we're not familiar with anymore because we are not an agricultural society. We are now in the information age, internet age, but famine simply means drought, scarcity, or poverty. Now, for us today, maybe your famine is in a different form. Maybe it's uh, in the form of financial lack. Maybe you've been trying, you've been praying, but there's just financial lack in the family. Business is failing, uh, maybe for some of us, famine represents lack of love in the marriage and maybe the marriage is failing. Maybe for some of us, uh, for the singles, maybe you have a promise from God Now, Lord, I will have a husband. How many singles do we have in this room? Raise your hand. Raise your hand, everyone. Yeah, and Then look around. <laughs> Siguro mga singles na, Lord, may promise ako eh. I'm holding on. Magkakaasawa ko, husband. Kaya lang every time you look around, Lord, there's famine. When you go to church, parang, Lord, my drought, 10 is to 1, Lord. I don't know how you will fulfill your promise, Lord, but God, there's famine everywhere. So I don't know the form of famine in your life, but you see a problem. So what do we do when we see problem in the promise of God? Uh, First is we need to understand that within the now, our current reality. Because the Bible says now. Everyone say now. So, our now, our current reality is, okay, this situation My children are rebellious. Marriage is not working. I still am struggling with the same old sin. So, there is my, this is my now. But the promise is, the Bible says, that if, any, if anyone is in Christ, it's a new creation. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. This is my promise. The promise is, if I'm saved, if I believe, then my whole family will be saved. This is the promise. But between the now and between the promise, there is a process. And one thing we need to understand about the promises of God is that for every promise, there is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. And, and that part, the middle, is where we need faith the most. In fact I want to title this message faith for the middle. We need to faith for the middle where the struggle, the fight, the failure, the shortcomings, uh, are, all of these things are going to happen. Our journey from the now to the promise is called the process. And that's the middle ground. That's where we are. You know, the problem is our human tendencies. We want the promise, but we want to avoid the, the process. And we live in an Instagram generation. We want the highlight that everybody see and everybody wants. But we don't want the process that produces the highlight. And that's where we struggle. Because now we are in the process. Sometimes we, we pray to God and say, Lord, lang middle? Can we just shortcut the process? Or can we just remove it altogether? And can we just jump? to the promise but I think we're praying the wrong prayer instead of praying Lord remove the middle or shorten the middle I think what we need to pray is Lord give me faith for the middle because I need this process because in the process that's where we get to know Jesus more that's where God becomes real to us from a theory to, to becoming real to us I'm not just reading God as a father but in the middle I really encounter him as a father I don't just read in the Bible that God provided for the men and women in the Bible from the Old and the New Testament, but in the middle, because I've chosen to hold on to God, now I know, I can say with conviction, God is my provider. We will never arrive to that point where God's word will be our conviction if we don't go through the process. If we always avoid and shortcut the process. So we need faith for the middle. Uh, Can you please encourage the person on your right, say, have faith for the middle. Now, we have two options. We have two options. When we find ourselves in that place, faith for the middle, two options. We either fight or flight. Two options we have. Now, with Abraham, unfortunately... In this early stage of his walk with God, he's still figuring out how to walk with God. When he encountered the problem, instead of fighting, he chose to walk away. He detoured from the plan of God, and rather than going straight to God's uh, plan for his life, he he made the decision to go to Egypt. That's what the Bible says in verse ten. He went down to Egypt. You know, when you obey God, it's going up. Every time we detour, we're going down. The Bible says He went down to Egypt. And we can all relate. I think uh, all of us have experienced holding on to a promise. And then when we encounter the problem, tapos naging intense situation, we started choosing our plan B. I like how it was uh, said by one of my friends, Pastor uh, sa Tagalog, sabi niya, para tayong sa Abraham, paggipit sa Egypt, kumakapit. So, I don't know what your Egypt is. Okay? Maybe that's your old life. Maybe that's lying. Maybe that's taking advantage of someone. I don't know what's your Egypt. You know, I remember this um, story. Okay? Since we're not live, I can use this story, no? But, you know, there's this uh, competition. Nag-ano sabi, patunayan natin sinong tunay ang Diyos. So iba-iba sila ng paniniwala. May Buddhist, may Catholic, may Christian. So, sige. O ito na lang. Talon tayo dito sa bangin. Whoever survive, that means his God is the real God. Patapang yung uno. Sabi, ako na muna. Buddhist, tumalon. Buddha... Pagbagsak niya, nako patay. Sabi na, sabi ko na nga eh. Tumalin yung katalik. Mama Mary! Pagbagsak niya. Karabing injury, pero buhay. Ito na yung Christian, taga-victory. Tumalon. Jesus! Nung malapit na, Mama Mary! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how many of you can relate? <laughs> Sometimes talagang pag talo si Jesus yan, kaya ni Jesus yan. Pag may middle na, parang sana si Jesus. Sana si Jesus. Mamaya, wala na. Sino si Jesus? Sino Christian? Di ako nag-church, no? Baka ko lang yun. But that's our, and that's what Abraham did. Uh, he detoured from the plan and promises of God. He went to Egypt. But you know, here's what's interesting. Uh, he stayed for a while in Egypt. Uh, he compromised. God made a way so that he will be able to go out of Egypt and go back to him. He went to Egypt poor because of the famine. He went out of Egypt very rich because the king of Egypt said, "Alis ka na dito. I don't want you here. You uh, you cause trouble to us. And to be sure you will you will go away. Binigyan niya ng marain alis ka na." So he ended up being rich. It's possible to be rich and be out of God's will. And sometimes we look at prosperity as an indicator of God's favor in our lives, but it's also possible to be rich and be out of God's will. That's what happened to him. He went to Egypt, and what happened was, when he deterred from the plan of God, first of all, he wrecked his marriage. Sabi niya sa wife wife, okay, in their culture, if the king, like your wife, okay, girl ka, alnalaman niya, may asawa ka pala, papatayin nila yung husband, they'll get the girl. So, sabi ni Abraham sa wife niya, kay Sarah, if you read the rest of the story, he said, what do you want? Gusto mo ba akong patay o buhay? So, sabi niya, when we enter Egypt, tell everyone, we're siblings, I'm your brother. Okay? You are my sister. So, yun, ginawa nila. So, nung nakita ni king si Sarah, sabi niya, uy, I'll treat your brother, very well. Kinuha niya. But God intervened. Buti na lang. I don't know how God uh, made, it, um, made it clear to the king of Egypt. Pero something happened. the ng curse land. And nalaman ng king of Egypt that it's because of the wife of Abraham. So he confronted Abraham and said, Why did you not tell me that he's your wife? Now look what happened to us. God is dealing with us because of this. So, he almost lost his wife. He lied about his wife, his wife was taken, became one of the concubine of the king, and he almost lost his marriage. He wrecked his marriage. Second, and some theologians, some commentaries are saying, na kaya naging 25 years bago sila nagkaanak, hindi naman dahil, hindi na magaling yung baroness ni Sarah, pero 25 years siyang outside the Colombo because of that incident. No, Ah, sister pala ha, sa labas ka. So, never had a third child. Anyway, wala naman don. Eh, but so, um, so, he wrecked his marriage. But, na natin inad Wala naman sa 230 yun. Anyway, so he wrecked his marriage. And uh, not only that, he, he also ruined his testimony. He's supposed to be a representative of God. But because of he detoured from the plan of God, now they're saying, akala ko ba man of God ka? So sa halip na magisang uh, good example and inspiration for others to trust God, now he's is, is having this bad testimony. Not only that, but third, he became a curse to the nation. He's supposed to be a blessing. That's the destiny. But when he deterred from the plan of God, instead of becoming a blessing, he became a curse. But again, praise God. God intervened. Now, the second option when we find ourselves in famine, encountering a problem on our way to the promised land, rather than running away, is to fight. And fight means holding on to the promises of God no matter what. Lord, it's not making any sense right now. I don't know how what's happening can somehow be uh, an important ingredient in order for you to fulfill your promise to me. But Lord... I will trust you. I will believe you. And I will hold on to your promises. Maybe for some of us here, you are in the middle of a fight. Maybe you're fighting for your marriage. Maybe you're fighting for your children. Maybe you're fighting for your faith. A lang, bit. Where's na lang. Lord, I don't know if I can continue. Or maybe for some of us, we already settled. Uh, settled for the second best. I started out, that's my dream, that's my vision, that's God's will for me, but because of things that happened along the way, okay na, kahit hindi na mangyari yan. Maybe for some of us, we quit, we run away from God, we detoured from the plan of God, but I believe this message, the reason you're hearing this today, is because God is encouraging you to keep on fighting. And God is calling you back to your destiny, God is calling you back to His plan for your life. You know, just like in the life of Abraham, God intervened. There's no way he will be able to get out of Egypt on his own. But God intervened. When we're talking about unwavering faith, when we say we can walk with God till the end, we can fight a good fight of faith, not because we are unwavering, because sometimes we doubt. We can finish the race. We can fight the good fight of faith. Because we have a God who is unwavering. When it comes to His love, when it comes to His faithfulness, to each and every one of us, He is faithful even at times we are not. You know, I started in the ministry at the age of 21, five years ago. The age of 21. And I'm pushing 40 now. You know that. I'm 39. So I started at 21 the first five years of my life, I tried to resign at least three times. I talked to my senior pastor. I said, Deep yata ako pang ministry. I think I heard God wrong. I was so frustrated. I will go to the campus. I will claim the promises of God. There is harvest. I will fast. I will pray. I will share the gospel. But every week, in a gathering like this, mga 15 lang kami, sampudon music team, so lima kami doon, talo. Jesus. After a while, parang okay lang. Sige, fight, fight, fight. After six months into it, one year, parang bumababa na yung talo mo. Tapos after mga two years, down kana parang Lord. good work ba to? Am I throwing away my life? Am I am I wasting my time here in the ministry? I was so frustrated. I was so disappointed, and I said, I think it's time for me to go. Tapos lagi lang akong tatalangin ng pastor ko. Sabi niya, okay. Papakinggan niya lang ako. Hayaan niya lang ako mag-emo-emo. Iyak-iyak. Pagtapos na ako, sasabihin niya lang. So I just wanna ask you one question. If this is not the situation, let's say if you have 100 kids in the youth service, will you still consider stepping out of your calling? Tapos iyak ulit ako. <laughs> Kasi alam ko, wala namang words si Lord sa akin eh to step out of my calling. I'm just frustrated. I'm just discouraged. So, after ng talk na yun, office na ulit ako, the following day. <laughs> but you know, I'd been in ministry for, from, from the age of 21, and praise God, the time that I tried to quit, God did not allow me to quit. Praise God, God intervened. May mga times din ako nagpapakita sa mga friends ko sa church, but thank God, padala siya ng padala ng motorboat. Nang helicopter. People in my life and telling me, come on, don't stay there. Don't quit. Don't settle for second best. God is not yet yet done with you. Don't stay in the middle. Have faith for the middle. And thank God. I want to encourage you. If you settled, if you detoured, if you walk away from God, Let this be your altar today. An altar of recommitment. An altar of you renewing your faith and say, Lord, I will continue my walk with you. For some of us here who are fighting, who are struggling, let this be an encouragement from God and say, fight the good fight of faith. Don't let go of the promises of God because God is not just good in giving promises. He is good in fulfilling them. Yung isang favorite part ko sa mga wedding, exchanging of the vows, when the couple is giving their promise of future love, I will always cook for you. I will give you a massage every day, kahit pagod ako. Tatawa ako sa mga corny jokes mo. And all these big promises, and I would smile. And it's good to have aspirations, it's good to have high standard for marriage. But, so I like that, but at the same time, I know, I know you're going to fail I know you won't be able to keep your promises. The height of that emotion, the excitement, we make big promises that sometimes we don't understand. But what I like about God is that the promises in the Bible are not promises made just because of high emotion. These promises are promises we can claim because God gave these promises not just out of being Emotional, but it's based on His unwavering character. Unwavering love, unwavering faithfulness to each and every one of us. Amen? Yung last two two days ago, there's an airplane that crashed in Naia. I know many of you know about the news. Uh, Airplane from Shaman. Thank God, I think there's no casualty. Uh, But we have so many people whose flight were delayed and canceled. Uh, one of our friends, si Jason Law, was about to fly to Cebu. Okay, but because of the crash uh, that happened, uh, the shaman airplane, na-delay yung flight niya, nine hours. But you know, he decided that, you know, instead of me making a scene here, tapos magwawala ako, mawala lahat ng fruit of the Spirit ko, this is not something I can control. My original plan is to go to Cebu early, but now, here I am. I'm stuck. I'm delayed, but Praise God anyway. One of the friends of Francis, uh, the name of the husband is Leslie, they promised that they will go to Disneyland in Hong Kong. Sa mga kids nila. Excited na sila. So that was the plan. They booked the ticket six months before this trip. Pero because of the crash landing, they're also stuck. Now the trip was canceled and they cannot go to Disneyland anymore. Pero the dad, you know, he wants to keep the promise. Sabi niya, okay? hindi niya sinabi na, mga anak, sorry, talagang ganyan, pre ko, pero wala tayong magagawa, uwi na lang tayo, dood na lang tayong Disney Channel. (laughs) Pero you know the dad? Sabi niya, no, let's see. So naganap siya na ibang flight, he was able to book a flight sa Clark. And cut the long story short, they were able to go to Disneyland Hong Kong with their kids. Six months prior, booking two canceled flights from the EA, one new flight from Clark, we finally made it. When I heard that story, I think, you know what? that—that That is really a good illustration of who our God is as a Father. Because our God in heaven, our Father in heaven, is as determined to fulfill His promise to us. Sometimes we fail, sometimes we run away, but God is not quitting on us. God is not giving up on us and He is determined to fulfill His promise. Amen? That's the kind of God we serve. We have a good Father in heaven. That's why we can hope and we can have unwavering faith. Amen? Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcasts.